Hi, I'm Tersha, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on the Now You're Talking podcast. Yes, it is. And I'm very excited to say zooming onto the show is writer Tersha Cutmore. Hello, Tersha. Hello. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very excited to be on with you. Thanks for coming on. How uh, how, how are you? We'd describe the scene where we are zooming in from. Well, we are currently in my living room, I'm sitting next to my patio doors, looking out in the garden, and it's blue sky and sunshine. So, yeah, it's a beautiful day. Lovely stuff. Is that a lamp next to you? I feel like there's a, a massive... Uh, it is. I think the proportion has put it off slightly. It looks like it's <laughs> swallowing your head. <laughs> <laughs> she disappears it's into the lab <laughs> so thanks for zooming on it's been a very exciting time recently for you front page new papers and everything no i know yeah it's um it's been a lot of hard work um and it really feels like finally things are really beginning to move forward so yeah i literally spend every spare moment um trying to contact people to share it with press radio, um, Instagram pages, um, pediatricians. Yeah, it's a, pa- it's, it's a massive passion, yes. I like that. Pediatricians added into the mix there. Press and pediatricians. <laughs> Random, but yeah. I mean, obviously, because it's, the book is based on allergies, uh, ch- childhood allergies. So, um, yeah, they're the people that deal very closely, directly with the children. So um, if I can get in with, with them and directly to the places where they're trying to treat them and diagnose and things, then that's perfect. Yes. All about finding your audience. So you're here to talk to us today about your book. Um, this is, it's your first, first ever book, your debut? Or have you written others? <laughs> yeah, it kind of came about by chance, really. Um, it's something I'd, I'd kind of often thought about in the back of my mind, but never actually thought would ever do. Um, and yeah, my son, Luca, who is has inspired the book. He was born with allergies um, and we didn't know until he was three that that's what was going on. He kept being sick and very poorly, you know, couldn't, because obviously babies, that's mostly what they have is milk from from being born and he just couldn't keep any of that in. So we kept kept going to the doctors. We kept being told it was reflux and that he would grow out of it. Um, we got to just before he was three, he was continuing to be sick. And um, it took until then for a doctor to actually say, well, why don't we get him tested for allergies? Um, and that's the first time we'd heard the allergy word mentioned, went to the doctor, had him tested. And sure enough, he was allergic to quite a few things. So, um, yeah, he is the inspiration for the book. And um, as first time parents, we kind of entered a world of um, not being able to eat and drink everything that we we thought he might be able to and that's a bit strange yeah, yeah. must be difficult for a, for a parent to know straight away when your, your child's born and you say first time parent as well you yeah, exactly. an alien world it, well it is and you know you're it's a massive shock to your system having a baby and then obviously when things don't go as you hope they would you trust the doctors and that's what we did so we just kind of carried on with the sickness and it was you know it was horrendous you know obviously horrendous for Luca but you know the the other side of it is constantly clearing up sick constantly washing clothes you know it's it's a whole massive upheaval for upheaval for your life and obviously awful for a tiny baby to be to be being sick all the time so yeah, yeah we trust the doctors um 
And in hindsight, as a kind of another message I want to get out to people is actually trust your gut instinct, even if you are first time parents, really trust your gut instinct because yeah. we knew something was wrong. Um, but we trusted the doctors because they're the experts. Um, but when we finally got the diagnosis, it was a massive relief because, you know, we knew deep down there was more to it than just a reflux. So, yeah. And, it, and, it, and when Luca started school, it really highlighted that he was different and that he, you know, he went into the lunch hall with his friends and he couldn't necessarily have what they were eating. And it must be hard. It's hard starting school as it is, leaving home, leaving your parents going yeah. into this big unknown play all the other kids yeah and it's a world i've never even known about before and being a parent seeing your child like you know i can't why can't i eat that and at parties not being able to eat have pop the birthday cake it's, it's it's always a situation of is you know these um, imaginary fingers pointing out and saying oh yeah i'm different i'm different so, yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, as someone, I, I recently have been diagnosed with celiac disease and I've, I'm having my eyes open suddenly to this world of, oh, I can't have that, you can't have that. Can't, all these things you can't do that you just took for granted for so long. Uh, yeah. that it's just a normal part of everyone's life. Affects you, because I've heard of it, but I'm not exactly sure what that is. Uh, so you can't have anything that's got wheat or gluten in it. Uh, it turns yeah. out pretty much everything has got wheat and, and gluten in yeah. it. And uh, it's just kind of like underlying level of it in things that it doesn't even need to be in. Uh, which often writes off things. It can be really frustrating. So I'm sure for your, for your son is experiencing yeah, all that. We, yeah, we found that. I mean, it's not until you start reading the labels, obviously when you have to, that you do realise just how much stuff is in food that you would never realise is, you know, as you well know now. Um, yeah, it's definitely a, whole, a massive eye-opener to what's in food and the hidden things and obviously labeling food labeling is getting much more um prevalent and you know there's lots of campaigning against and not just food yeah. now there's a campaign coming up about obviously products you know like um, cosmetics and things because obviously that can yes as well so it's yeah. labeling for cosmetics i think is something they're really looking heavily into at the moment Absolutely. We had a, a situation here recently. My mum has the same thing. And uh, we were decorating in the in the spare room. And it turns out there's even wheat in wallpaper paste. Oh <laughs> we, we were amazed. We're like, what's going on? We must have eaten something. Nope. Turned out it was in the wallpaper paste of all places. Wow. <laughs> it's an item. So this book, uh, Luca and the Lion Who Couldn't Eat Meat, uh, is, is inspired by your son. Uh, has he read it? Uh, has he read it? Yeah, he hasn't really had a lot of choice. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's read it many, many times. And if he, were, if he was here right now and you asked him, he'd be like, I'm bored of it now. I'm bored of it. Because uh, <laughs> we, we actually released it last year um, during COVID. So it's it happened out a while, a little while. Um, so he just gets fed up with me talking about it because I'm obviously hugely passionate about it. But for him, he's like, oh, God, Mom, I'm bored now. Just stop. So, um, but, to, but to be honest, today he's going to school today with a copy of the newspaper from yesterday, and, and he's got a copy of the book, and he wants to get all his friends to sign it. So that is so cute. So, um, oh, yeah. I love. I think he is quite excited that we are in, which is lovely. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Mm. So it's educating kids on on obviously the the allergy aspect of it, uh, but uh, is there there also a drive to kind of um, explain 
more to children about um, what uh, if you're a bit different, how you can cope with that and, and illustrate that in the book. It, it is. It's I suppose fundamentally, it's a book about feeling different, really. Um, obviously, it's it's targeted at kids who have had food and drink allergies, and it's it is a book to support them and show them they're not alone and to show them that they mustn't just focus on that the things that they can't have the things they can't do they should you know focus on the things they can do and um, so it is very much a support book for food and drink and allergy sufferers um, but fundamentally it is a book that all kids can read and enjoy and will benefit from the message of you know we're all different we're all different in one way or the other and that's fine it's okay um, to be different we don't have to all be the same and look like each other and do the same things as each other and yeah it's, it is a book to celebrate being different and being positive about that no so it's aimed for children what what sort of age are we talking it's uh, an early years children so ideally it's kind of three upwards to sort of seven ish um but again obviously it depends on um children's reading ability and um educational level but yeah I, we're, we're sort of targeting in early years and we've and now COVID has relaxed a bit and we've started going into schools and we've been reading to reception classes and year one and year two. Um, and it's been lovely, really lovely. What we wanted to do at the nice. beginning, but couldn't, so yeah. It's now story time on a massive scale. <laughs> yeah, so lovely. It really is lovely. Um, just, and especially if you're in a class, like this this week we had a class, we went to uh, Gosfield Primary School and we had to two classes and, there was a child in each class that had allergies and it was just lovely to have uh -huh. that connection and to see that oh yeah that's you know Luke the Lion he's like me and it was <laughs> lovely really nice to meet the people who are really being impacted by the the book you've written it is and and to help probably to, to, to start that conversation in the classroom to whether kids can talk, start talking about it with the teachers and you know just have that conversation and raising awareness and educating others who may you know, when they're little, you know, a lot of kids probably don't even have a clue that there's others out there that can't eat these things, can't drink milk, you know, whatever. So it's, you know, it's kind of an education book as well, I suppose. Yeah. So aimed at a, a lower age bracket. Um, obviously, yeah, lots of lovely pictures in this. The cover looks fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, the illustrations are amazing. And um, I'm so lucky that Victoria... Victoria Ward Fowler, who did the illustrations, has come on board with this. And she is uh, another mum that I met through school. She, uh, we, both our boys went to preschool together and they now go to the same primary school together. And um, we just got chatting by chance at a play day and she happened to mention, oh, I, I do drawings. And I thought, oh, show me, show me. And she showed me, she's got, a, she's got an Etsy page where she sells prints. And she showed me, and I was like, oh, you are amazing. You, know, you, you need to be in a book or something. And I think it was that, that meeting that kind of sparked it in me. And then yeah. a few months, few months later, I was on a spa day with my husband, just sitting by the pool. And a title, the title came to me, Luca the lion who couldn't eat meat. And I thought, like, oh, that's quite interesting. Because generally, we know the lions eat meat, you know. Yeah. Carnivores. And so, you know, how often when have you ever heard of a lion that can't eat meat? And that's when it's that's what sparked it. And then it just came together really quickly. Um, yeah, and it took a year or a year about the pictures and 
we deliberated with trying to get a publisher um, I contacted lots of different places but we felt that it just wasn't the right thing for us and um, there was lots of companies out there that wanted money up front and we thought well we haven't got the money up front to start yeah. with and also we don't quite know what you're going to do with the money and it was a big minefield of what should we do and then after months of deliberating, we kind of came to the decision of, we just need to get it out there now. It's ready, let's get it out there. Let's take a chance. So we um, released it on Amazon. And uh, yeah, it's been great, it's been great. It's um, it's kind of a non-stop process of promoting and- <laughs> Full-time job now. Well, it kind of is really, amongst yeah. being a mum. But I love it, you know, and it's, I've, you know, I'd hadn't, I didn't have an Instagram account prior to this and now I've got an Instagram account Tersha's Tersha's underscore tales and I've just connected with so many mums and dads and groups allergy groups and it's a whole community of people to connect with and it's love it's lovely you know and just asking people to share it to their social media to their family and friends and yeah it's been a whole it's opened up a whole world that I kind of never expected it would so Lovely. Are there any tips or pointers or things you've learned from a writer's perspective doing this um, as your your first debut venture, publishing it yourself and things? Anything you would share? That's a good question. I think I, my my advice. Obviously, I've only done it once, but my advice would be if you've got a good idea and you've got a good story and you're happy with it. Um, what, what what we found is we kept reading it and tweaking and reading it again and tweaking and you have to get to a point where you have to say it's tweaked enough it's good enough and get it out there so because yeah. with, with, with anything creative you can always imp- try and improve and try and change and enhance and blah 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 but you have to come to a point where you have to say right it's ready it's finished let's get it out there but just and also just be confident, you know, and believe in yourself, and you know, and also you can you can show it to people and try and get their opinions, and um, but you're not you're not going to please everybody, you know. You just have to go with your gut feeling. If you feel it's it's good and it's right, you just go with it, run with it, and release it, release it to the world. Get it out there. I love it. It sounds like a beautiful book. Um, I I can't wait to to read it and share it with with young people um this is your first book any others in in the pipeline um yes yes there is another one yeah um it's been written um victoria has done the drawings so we're just kind of at the final sort of editing stage amazing um, we'll be out there yeah so this this next one is about um luca so they the idea is we're going to do a series all based around luca and his friends and his family and this one is about how covid has impacted on him and his family and how it affected his life and how he he was at school and then he had to stop being at school um oh, wow. you know yeah and like the highs and lows of covid for, for luca this sounds like an even more important read uh, that i'm sure a lot of kids are going to relate to <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I kind of wanted to it was like such a such an unprecedented time that I thought it would be silly not to do a story about this time and that you know can be looked back upon as oh do you remember that time that time when all this happened and yeah wasn't it wasn't it a crazy time so. and again an educational stance I guess on on 
how kids can move forward through, through exactly and you know it's it, it kind of it obviously mentions you know the amazing work that the NHS did and all the frontline workers and but it also kind of just talks about the reality of you know yes it was it, it wasn't very it was not a, not a nice thing at all for a lot of people who lost loved ones but actually for Luca and his family it was quite a positive thing because it meant his dad could be at home they got to spend more time together um obviously it wasn't so good that he wouldn't he couldn't get to see his granddad because his you know granddad's like his favorite person um so that was sort of a negative side of it but yeah it's just the positive and negative of going through a situation that none of us have been sounds fantastic we'll have to get you back on to uh, to chat about that when it's uh, when it's ready to be unleashed yeah, onto the world yeah thank you that'd be great Fantastic. Tersha, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, so the Luca and the Lion Who can't, uh, Couldn't Eat Me is, uh, is out now, available in all the usual places. Um, where can people find out more about uh, your work, Tersha, and, and keep tabs on the new stuff? Yeah, that'd be great. If anyone wants to yeah, follow the progress. Um, so I've got a Facebook Facebook page, which is Tersha's, Tersha's Tales. I've also got an Instagram page, which is at Tersha's underscore... Uh, tales um, and if you follow follow me there you'll get to see uh, victoria's link as well which is victoria at my my love bubble i should know that off by heart so but yeah if you find me <laughs> then you can you can get her as well um so yeah but you can also mostly get copies from amazon um but if oh, we do have some here as well if you want to come direct to me you can get direct from us Fantastic. I'll put all the links on the Phoenix FM website so people can find it there. Uh, Tersha, good luck with it. Uh, my love to Luca as well. Sounds like a bit of a legend from what I've heard of the book. Uh, so we'll, we'll, good luck with it. I will speak soon. Lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Phoenix 98 FM. Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed the interview, then please share it. Uh, If you didn't enjoy it, then share it anyway. (laughs) For more guest interviews like this, or to get the next one delivered directly to your device, subscribe to the Now You're Talking podcast. You'll find it wherever you get your podcasts from. And the whole thing has become a huge library featuring well over 150 guest interviews from music, film, comedy icons to community heroes, local legends, stars of the future and just about everybody in between. A treasure trove of life's stories from all sorts of incredible people. So for more interviews, podcasts, videos, poems and books, everything I do is available at stuartpink.com. I'm Tersha, and you're listening to Stuart. Now you're talking podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, this is Tersha, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on the Now You're Talking podcast. Yes. Perfect. Right. Can I, I, can I do a pop one now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Do your best showbiz voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you're listening to Strip Pink on the... I've forgotten the last bit.